Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James Amatsamantamagno. And I'm Michael Rivette. How's it going, buddy? It's going great. It is going very good. It was. This is... This is fast becoming my favorite way to wind down the weekend, so I'm I'm happy. I'm excited. I've got my plethora of beverages in front of me, and I'm ready to go. And I'm I know for a fact, based on your tweeting and just your general excitement, that you are super in a good mood as well because your boy Purple Donnie crushed it this weekend. My number one turtle, Donnie, coming through, crushing Raph. Boom. Sorry. You know, it was really interesting, too, because the breakdown, I participated heavily. We'll talk later in this Blotfest. And, you know, Donnie crushed it. And I will say I'm a little bit disappointed that he lost the popular vote, 53 or about 50, uh, 53 to 47%. But solo and team battle, super crazy close, right? 51 to 48 and 51 to 49% the team battles. And what was interesting here is I'm not really sure... What happened? Because last night I was playing, so Saturday night we record on Sundays. I was playing and I got a Donnie versus Donnie match. Did you did you play and get any Donnie versus? I know you were on our side, so did you experience that? I played as Donnie. I did not get any Donnie on Donnie action. I uh, it was me versus Raph the entire time. I would like to say that for solo, that one point eight nine percent was most likely me because I, I I did a lot of Donnie support. I think I became a I don't a Donnie defender or whatever mm-hmm. the third one was. So that was the most I've put time I've put in because I wanted you happy. I wanted you you know on a on a high for this podcast. So I put in a lot of effort to really make that happen. Once my boy Mikey was out, I said you know what I'm going You're going full Donnie. Donnie. You got Full to. Body. Yeah, it, Splatfest is always one of my most fun times to play Splatoon. It's it's when I actually play it the most. However, I will say Japan, they also had a Splatfest, which I'd assume that I thought there's everyone had the same Splatfest, but nay, uh, they actually had a Hello Kitty versus Cinema Roll, which is a San, Sanrio characters. And uh, very interesting there is Cinema Roll got the popular vote of 60 to 40, but then lost the other two, the solo and team. So very similar to Raph versus Donnie, but the opposite. And so Hello Kitty did win in Japan. And that's, that's you know, good on Hello Kitty. I mean, those guys really held their own then for that kind of, they were, they were at a serious disadvantage. It's kind of crazy because early on when you see some of those really one-sided Splatfests, you get really worried. And that's why I was worried. I'm like, oh, because you don't know what the popular vote is. I'm like, oh, I'm getting some Donnie versus Donnie's. This is bad news bears. But I I will say I was really scared last night because I played right up until nine o'clock and I was getting destroyed. Like they were level 60 and like 65 players just crushing us. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I got one win in where we did dominate it. I said, that's it. I'm done for the night. So that was a cool bracket. Um, I hope they do that some more. Yeah. And you must have been playing as a, a pro player because I saw that you did a little surgery on your Switch Joy-Cons this weekend. Uh, I was a little worried that I did, maybe that was going to impact your Splatfest, uh, <laughs> you know, go. But what, what all did you do? What what happened here? So, all right. Yes. Yeah, so anybody follows our Twitter feed, you, you would definitely see that I, I shared a few photos. My... Um, my Joy-Con more on the left than on the right. The right was still crispy new, but on the left, what happens with the Joy-Cons? If 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 you follow along with me right now and you pop your Joy-Con off, you'll see that there's a little plastic bracket or buckle, I think they call it, when you push the 
the button down that allows the Joy-Con to pop off. So what happened to me is that plastic is rubbing on a metal ridge inside the, I guess, the main body. Um, and it it kind of wore a notch in it. And so every time I'd, I like to, you know, I hold it with the one hand and then I'd hit the power button. And when I would do that, pushing down on the power button, push, put pressure on the palm and it would pop that Joy-Con off every single time. Um, and it, it was happening a couple times where it wasn't recognizing it as connecting because it was saying it's loose or it was off because that, that notch was in the little thing. It wasn't working right. So what I did is I bought something on Amazon. They have metal replacements for that little buckle. I unscrewed the, the plastic backing very carefully pried it open and boom, popped in a new metal buckle on both of my Joy-Cons. And it is so nice. And just, it's a stupid little fix. I think the Joy-Con buckles are, I paid, I believe $7. We can include the link if you like. Um, Super, super easy fix. And now I don't have to worry at all about it wearing out. It is now metal and it is solid. Interesting. I'm I just took my Joy-Con off and I see that there's like a dark plastic and I see the lights coming out and then I see that this little, it's like a tiny little notch. Is that what it replaces? There's like a little tiny thing. Is that what it is? Yeah. There's that little, so if you're pushing that button and you see it go in and out, that little oh, yeah. thing down there, mm-hmm. that's the thing I replaced. So on uh, mine, it's metal now, that little piece that's moving inside there. Huh. Um, and if you look at it, there's a, there's a cutaway underneath that's that's what the rail slides on so it allows it to kind of like slide along that and then that pushes it down and then when it gets to a certain point it pops back up and locks it in place well at the very top i had a chunk missing so when it would slide that little ramp part and then the metal would pop on top of it 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 never was holding it because it didn't have a flat surface it had like a little worn spot on it interesting yeah i'm looking at your photos now i would have been I took, a, I took apart my television this weekend, and uh, I will say the Joy-Con is more intricate than the television, surprisingly. Uh, there's so many little tiny ribbons just taking it off. I'm scared for, I mean, you, you success, but I'm scared for you. That's why I think I, I tweeted. Yeah. I'm like, I'm scared. It was pretty crazy, too, because, and I hadn't, I, I, I did watch, like, somebody else that had replaced it, so I, I knew not to just go in and go crazy, because there's that little ribbon that connects the, like, the back to the the front of the plastic housing but what i um what i saw was that like there's there's little delicate screws that are kind of small but you know the the kit i bought came with the screws that you needed the the screwdrivers and stuff and they were sort of magnet so it kind of like was very simple to to do it it didn't really take any time in the first one i took a lot of time i just took my time doing it the second one i think i had it from off Joy-Con to back on the Joy-Con or back on the console in maybe five minutes. It was super quick once I knew what I was doing. And then you can go through your settings and make sure everything's working. So you can check your calibration, but it, I, there's also a way to like just hit all the buttons and it tells you on the screen like if it's registering that button being pushed. So I knew everything was tip top. Interesting. That's super cool. I'm glad it was a success. I hope that you do a full write up on our blog. Uh, yeah. because I would love to see it. So 
Um, Definitely. Well, let's hop into the news. And the biggest thing from right after we recorded, like a day after we recorded last week and throughout the week, there was some rumor leaks that had happened both for the new Pokemon game, which we had had some leaks about earlier, and perhaps a new Star Fox game. So I'll start over with the Pokemon part of it. Apparently, there's been a switch in the in the direction of the Pokemon RPG that we all knew was in development. That's public knowledge. That it's apparently set in Kanto region, which is pretty cool, and it's starring both Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, but more interesting here is that it has a different name. It's Pokemon Let's Go, perhaps coming from the Pokemon Go type of uh, gameplay. And what we're seeing is that it could be a rehash of the green and yellow versions of Pokemon, since the red and blues Kanto region comes from that area, and also Pikachu and Eevee are one of the original 150. Uh, compared to the original early rumors that this would be a sun and moon up vamp uh, on it. So I'm not really sure there was a logo that was apparently leaked on 4chan and Twitter and a bunch of other things. Who knows at this point? I think we're just going to find out in a few weeks. So I, I don't know. Did this blow your mind at all? Or uh, th- Okay. So I, I have mixed feelings on this. So obviously I, like you and probably a ton of our listeners, are super excited for a new Pokemon game. The idea of us on a new next-gen console that's portable, that can handle, you know, a lot more than what Pokemon's previously been on, I would be very disappointed to get a uh, reimagining of a game I've already played. I don't. Mm-hmm. I I'm hoping that that's not the case. Also, I it's I find it odd, like. I enjoy Pokemon Go. I was really, I was one of those first people that was super into it and, you know, was a huge part of that craze. I I don't know how that would translate to this. I think that that could be uh, scary. I think that could be a weird way of pulling, you know, because that original gameplay of Pokemon Go wasn't that great. There was, there was a lot, you know, that was wrong with it. And, and a lot of people had issues with how things were handled. So I really don't know. I'm hoping that this is just rumors and I agree with you. I do think we're going to hear more very soon, but I, w- I, for one, would be disappointed if it's just a reimagining. Yeah, I think that what also needs to happen is less Pikachu, more other Pokemon. Let's just make that happen. Well, I, I will say those original 150 are s- still my favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's adorable. Pikachu, he or she is adorable, but less Pikachu, more other Pokemon. I mean, at least Eevee would, would have some 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 upcoming in there, which is pretty cool. Now, on the flip side, though, something completely opposite is Star Fox has been a little bit missing uh, recently, uh, but, and also this little studio that you may have heard of called Retro Studios, who made, you know, the Metroid Prime games. Uh, apparently, they are making a new Star Fox racing game called Star Fox Grand Prix. This is just some leaks from the internet. You know, they had done the Donkey Kong Country Returns and the Tropical Freeze and the, the port uh, c- kind of came through. We were not sure if they're working on Metroid Prime 4. Um, they said that they're not, but you maybe they'll have some influence there. For me, why this is exciting is because I really like the F-Zero GX game from the GameCube high-speed racing. I also really enjoyed the racing games on the Switch so far from uh, Shinin. We talked about it a little bit. Um, Fast RMX, which was really cool. And I think that they could mix in some different gameplay. But again, it's all rumor mill shenanigans so i don't know um i would like a real star fox game but 
I guess we'll just see. I, I don't really have super strong feelings on this one either way. So Ubisoft put out some financials and we got information that says that the uh, Mario Rabbids was only 7% of their yearly revenue. Now, I, I find that to be kind of low, but I guess, you know, in, in contrast to PlayStation 4, which was, I think, 41%, um, you know, it, it seems lower than it should be. But then I'm trying to picture how many other games did they put out for those systems, you know, and some heavy hitters like Far Cry 5 and Assassin's Creed, I think, falls in there. Um, that makes a huge difference. But 7% for essentially what is it one two games yeah so just ants south park and mario vs. rabbits but south park just came out so you can't really really include yeah that. true you can't even count that so you know seven percent it seems low i i think it was a huge success for them i mean it's critically acclaimed everybody seems to love it um but yeah it seemed a little low yeah i thought it was a little low but at the same time the installation base uh, it did sell really well. I think that everyone should own Mario uh, plus Rabbids. I think it's a phenomenal game. I 100%ed it. Not the DLC, but just the main game. I 100%ed it. I, wow. I said, I'm not playing another game until I get 100% on the story. I didn't get all the little trinkets, but on the story. And I beat it. I really enjoyed it. Um, what's interesting with this, they also still have more content coming. There's the Donkey Kong DLC coming this summer. And apparently they're going to re-release it in retail, which is the gold edition, which I have everything inside of it. So there's obviously a commitment here. Um, did you play Mario and Rabbids? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I got it right when it came out. I loved it. And it's something unlike what we get with anything else. So I'm really, I, I'm a fan of it as well. Nice. Uh, we'll break down a little bit of mobile news. We usually don't really talk about mobile, but it is in the world of Nintendo. And a lot of things happened through all of the Nintendo games this uh, last week. Mario Run uh, this last weekend had a new bonus game that had all these Princess Peach items that was really cool. Uh, I happened to see this. So I'm going to actually boot it up here this afternoon and play it a bunch. So I'm going to tweet out some screenshots. It's already over. Don't worry. But from the other games, a lot of things happening. Animal Cross uh, Pocket Camp. There's a new fish tournament. It's happening until the 24th. So just in time, this podcast comes out plus a day. Uh, on the Fire Emblem hero side of things, there's this Bridal Bloom, which a bunch of new heroes, uh, female heroes are coming out that you can get. And also um, Blessed Gardens Colonnade of Earth uh, has been added. So if you're in that uh, Fire Emblem heroes world, uh, which I really need to get back into because I've only played it a little bit, uh, is there. More exciting for me since I am actually a Pokemon goer, uh, uh, Ho-Oh, uh, which is one of the legendary birds. Returns to raid battles until June 7th. Uh, I did not get to capture a, a, a Ho-Oh uh, during the last uh, raid battles, uh, and uh, I'll be excited to do it. I participated in a few raid battles on on campus um, of Microsoft because there's a gym right by us. And you said you're no longer playing Pokemon Go. Is that correct? It's been months since I've, I think, opened it up and played it. And I've heard, I've heard it's really becoming pretty polished now though so that's exciting i mean i think it's i think it was a great game i just haven't played it so yeah there's there's a lot of things that have happened since then they added tons more pokemon to it so there's so much more that you can capture they have daily achievements they have um, little quests that you can go on and then these big raid battles which randomly occur and you need to get together 10 to 25 people to capture a legendary uh, and that legendary you're not guaranteed one it's almost a very similar to Diablo style where it's kind of a drop and not really you, you collect balls that you can throw and you have a, like a 5% chance of getting it. 
uh, to capture the actual uh, legendary. So it's, it's quite fun. And I happened to participate in one recently on campus, just randomly. I was sitting, and I was like, what are these 20 people doing? Oh, they're all raiding right now. <laughs> so it, it's almost a realization of what they talked about in the beginning. All right. So a little fun things. We'll kind of blow through these really quick. Uh, I really love my Labo. I still haven't built everything yet, but I will say Nintendo is crushing it on marketing team. Uh, they were on Jimmy Fallon show with the Roots and Ariana Grande. They did a whole music video featuring all of the Roots uh, with uh, they were playing No Tears Left to Cry. Uh, phenomenal. They had like every single multi-labo craziness, which was cool. And if you're not into Ariana Grande, maybe you're a little bit more into Game of Thrones. There's a really cool video I linked to here of the composer of the Game of Thrones theme song playing on a Nintendo Labo piano, and it was the first time that he ever saw it. So I thought it was really cool. Just a really cool little thing. Now, in other giant news, now I I hope you're sitting down for this because this is super exciting. Um, Go Vacation, the 2011 hit from we, from we uh, I think it was actually Wii, not even a Wii U <laughs> game, is coming out to the Switch. I know you probably cannot wait. This is probably going to be a full-priced game. Um, so yeah. Go Vacation will be coming out. I think it's interesting because both Bandai Namco is Bandai Namco is the de, Namco is the developer and Nintendo is the publisher. This is a new Nintendo game. Yeah, so exciting. <laughs> it's coming out uh, July 27th and it has some Switch exclusives like some fishing. And you can also find boxes filled with rewards that have been dropped by a plane. So there you go. Now, this is this is 50 competitive activities like Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. So I, I honestly do believe if Nintendo marketed this towards the casual crowd, then it could be uh, probably they're going to sell a bajillion. Of yeah, them, let's just say that. I, I'm hesitant that it's a the if it is expensive, if it is priced reasonably, this would be a fun party game. I, I do believe that, but I, I don't think if they go full price with it, it's it's not going to be. Yeah. So one other thing before we get into the new releases is to look at the eShop today and things that we may have missed. Top five selling games, Wizard of Legend, number one. That is the number one selling game that we didn't even talk about last week, followed by Donkey Kong, Hyrule Warriors, Stardew Valley, and then our good friends from Canada, Death Road to Canada, phenomenal game, which you own and I own. Um, that's the only one I own on there. I do want to pick up Donkey Kong. And apparently now I want to pick up Wizard of Legend because it looks really cool now that I'm rewatching all the trailers. Yeah, I've got two of the five. I got Stardew and Death Road. Wizard of Legend definitely looks like something I might have to grab as well. But I think that's, that's what we should do moving forward. Every week when we announce the new games coming out, let's make our prediction and then revisit what the top was. So like we'll oh, yeah. say, this is my prediction for the top game of this <laughs> week. And then we'll go back and see if we got it. Okay. I like that. That would be fun. <laughs> you want to break down this week's releases? Yeah. So this week, I guess up first on the 21st is tracks, build it, race it. Yep. And next. <laughs> yeah. That's about all there is to say about that. Um, tracks with an X. Yeah. I love it. Tracks with the X. Um, on the 22nd, we have Disco Dodgeball Remix. This is from Remix. Yeah. Remix Edition Zen Studios, which we, we love Zen Studios because they're playing, they make, um, I can't think of the pinball game, but pinball fx, pinball FX. Three. yeah i don't know why that got away from me so they made... i don't know what pinball game but there's a pinball game <laughs> i literally game. just needed two more letters that i would have had the title um, so they make pinball fx disco dodgeball remix 
We also have Mega Man Legacy Collection number one, Mega Man Legacy Collection number two, Runner three. That's all coming out on the 22nd. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to buy the Mega Man Legacy collections. The first one is one through six, which is 15 bucks. The second one, seven through 10. If they were all one for 20 bucks, maybe I'm excited for runner. I'm not going to buy buy it, even though I am excited for it, because I played all the bit trip runner games in the past, which I really enjoyed on like the DS. This one looks really over the top and it's a little bit too expensive for me, I think, right now, but maybe on a discount one day. What else we got? So on the 24th. God, this title. So it's, I, I don't even know, Baobabs Mausoleum, Episode 1, Ovnifagos Don't Eat Flamingos. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hate everything about this game just from the title alone. Um, apparently, this is a mixing of Monkey Island, Zelda's Link Awakening DX with Twin Peaks and SpongeBob SquarePants. Terrible. 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 City of Eternity, Space Anomaly. This is a Wii U game coming out. A Wii U <laughs> game. Released. We are in 2018. The Switch exists, and we are still getting Wii U games. So that exists. Uh, Dylan's Deadhead Breakers. This is a heat. 3DS <laughs> game. Dead Heat, excuse me. This is a 3DS game. And you played the demo for this, yeah? Yeah, there's a there's a demo available for it. So Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers, it is the sequel to the first Dylan. He's an armadillo, uh, which is pretty rad. I played the demo. It's actually quite short, surprisingly, because this game is half tower defense, half zooming around as Dylan in armadillo and jamming into stuff and like, you know, literally breaking enemies up. And that part was really fun. So in the demo your me character becomes like the hero of the game and you need to assist him or her through the adventure. And the first one is all these baddies are kind of trying to knock this truck off the road. So you have to keep ramming into them and there's a big boss fat battle. Uh, it only lasted maybe less than 10 minutes, the demo, but I didn't get to try any of the tower defense cause the demo ended. So I don't know how it is, but it, I was surprised how good the game looked on the 3ds. It's been a while since I booted up my 3ds. So I was like, wow, this game looks pretty good in 3d E so anyways try check out the demo because i love demos so also on the 24th we have discovery this was a originally wii u game i think from 2016 and it kind of is a minecraft kind of maybe knockoff maybe competitor we have also escape game and n is this n plus plus yep from the n and n plus and n plus plus series here's a little tiny runner person it's pretty fun and you yeah you game. played this on some of the other systems yeah it's been out for oh geez like 15 years at this point oh, it just it keeps coming out a, over and classic. over again but it looks cool it's a classic yeah. uh punch club and zen bound 2 so then on the 25th i don't i don't know how we want to say this adam mine atomine atomine miney atomini atomini and then dungeon rushers yeah, I looked at you. Know, I watched all these trailers and I, I will say like there wasn't too much from those days that I was really excited about like Punch Club, which is from Tiny Build and it's kind of the sporting management you know, thing is cool. But this Automine game, it's actually cheaper than it is on Steam and it's a twin stick procedural shooter. And I love a good twin stick shooter. Mm-hmm. So I may pick it up. I mean, ten, nine bucks, I'm kind of into it, but that's kind of my big one. And 
uh, in there. I don't know. Did you see anything that you're like, oh, I want to pick this up? For this week, uh, it's pretty weak for me. I, I really didn't love anything or feel the need to play anything like I did last week. I will say there's one game missing that we talked about, though. NBA Playgrounds 2 which was supposed to come out this week, delayed until sometime because the developers are like, hey, we need more time. So they announced uh, via Facebook, which is the best way to announce game delays, mm-hmm. that it's uh, not coming out. So it doesn't yeah. it doesn't bother me when a company does that. I mean, assuming they don't push it too far, um, you know, if a, if a developer can look at something and say, you know what, it just we need a little more time to make this as polished as it can be. I'm all for it. Do what you got to yeah. do. Yeah. So what else have you been playing? We both Splatooned it up. So in addition to Splatoon 2, which everybody already knows, I, and I believe you, bought Little Nightmares. Little Nightmares. Yeah. So what did you think? I mean, how, I don't know how much time you've got into Little Nightmares. Did you, first off, did you start, so with with this Switch edition, I don't know if everybody's getting it, but it's part of an expansion. You can either play as Kid or six, I believe her name is. Um, I cho- I chose to go with six to begin with. The one in the trench. The coat. trench coat. Yep. That's the original. Yeah, that's what I played as. Yep, that's the original. And then and then the um, expansions for it or the DLC for it includes Kid, and you can play some of his missions that kind of parallel six. So there's like weavings where you'll see her and kind of help each other and stuff like that. Yeah, so I didn't really know much about Little Nightmares, except for when I watched the trailer, it was like, this thing is creepy as heck, and I need to have it in my life. Uh, So I did buy it, and this is from Bandai Namco, and it's been out for a while since last year on the other consoles, and I am not very far. I got into this first area with where you have to get past one of the first creatures who's kind of really long arms mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm not too far. I'm maybe like an hour in, I would say at this point mm-hmm. I sat down with Heather and I was like, Oh, let's watch this game. It's going to be creepy. And I thought there's going to be cinematics. And then she was like, I'm bored already. Um, because there was well, nothing. You're just kind of walking around and it's like, have fun, go. And it is a puzzle platformer horror game. And I'm pretty much on edge whenever I'm playing it. I tweeted a photo, which is, this is my nightmare, which is the loading screen, which uh, there's a lot of loading in this game and it really pisses me off. Uh, It's long. It takes forever to load. Every time you die, it has to reload for like 30 to 60 seconds. And I'm starting to get really mad at the game. But that said, it's a beautiful, delicious game because it looks so cool. I don't know what art style they like thing they mesh together it's just really cool okay so i was playing this game and it made me want to pull out my phone and make notes as i played it because Mm -hmm. there was a lot going on that was just absolutely frustrating with this game um so the plus it's beautiful just like you said i mean it is beautiful this game is a mix of um Coraline if anybody's seen that movie and limbo picture of Coraline, the, the movie, it's kind of got that sense to it. Um, and then limbo in the sense that it's very quiet and you're just kind of moving along and it's a, it's a, uh, what it, I guess, horror platformer puzzler, right? It's yeah. like those three mm-hmm. things. Um, now that being said, as much as it is so atmospheric and beautiful, um, it's kind of boring. It's, you know, you're, you're kind of walking around and I'm I'm kind of bored like the story you you can pull it's a very abstract story so essentially you play as six and you are um I guess trying 
it, it seems you're trying to escape from what I found out is called the Maw. It's a underwater vessel um, mm. that it seems these beings take children, kill them, and then feed them to visitors of the Maw. And this was on their website and on like a Wikipedia because I'm like, is there any point to this game? Mm-hmm. Uh, I found that I died a lot, not due to my inability to play a game like a an adult but from the fact that the god darn camera angle was so frustrating sometimes mm. that it was causing me to die because i didn't see or couldn't maneuver the way i wanted to that this camera was just like there's certain rooms you'll walk in and it pans way out and you'll be like mm-hmm. running along a, a platform or something you just run right off because you have no idea that you're kind of at an angle to the platform it looks like you're running as you should be and then like you said there's a, a minute loading screen every time you die so you can think about how aggravating this game is and they give you that time to really really think about why you don't want to play this anymore um i've made it to the point where i'm almost i know the room i'm in and i probably spent 20 minutes looking for a way to get out because there's no clear idea right like mm-hmm. this this the arm guy it has his arms and he's reaching through a door and like he's just kind of like flailing around and eventually he grabs me and and smothers me or whatever he does i i think i know what i have to do but i just can't get to the thing to do it because he keeps getting me quick enough um but yeah it's super super frustrating i i i personally didn't like limbo either because it had that same very slow almost boring sense to it you know, it's beautiful, but that's not the why I'm playing it. Like that to me is supposed to add to it, not be the only reason I'm playing. Yeah, I think that that is I'm I'm in the very first time when you is in the kitchen kind of com- I really wish that I want I think I really wanted just a build up of why am I here? What is happening? And I missed that story arc. Mm. Because I, I was like, Heather, come watch this. And I thought there'd be like a really cool thing. And then we would, and then nope, it's just like, here's the game. And the first time I fell down and the slugs got me, I was like, I'm just walking. And I was like, maybe, because it doesn't tell you how to play. I'm like, maybe I'll set it on fire. Like, oh, no, I'm dead. Nope, can't. Nope. Tried it too. Yep. 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 And, then, and then sometimes there's a light and you're like, I'm just going to walk. Oh, nope. Nope. Now I'm dead. Yeah. I hate that. I don't like dying to figure out what I'm not supposed to be doing. Like there's no yeah. clear path like you'll yeah. find torches and candles along the way are those mm-hmm. save points what it, why am i lighting these on fire if they're not doing anything for me because i thought and and there's points where you'll find there's these little gnomes that are running around yeah they're cute and you like spook them so i'm thinking okay maybe that's like an achievement or maybe if i get enough of those they help me later on but there's no sign that that's going to happen um i will say that i went on the wikipedia page and read sort of what the story is and it's it's super weird and dark and creepy the story of six and like i i want to finish the game just because i want to see the visuals of what now that i know kind of what's happening um they could have done a much better job of just painting that picture because i think that would have really added so much to this game yeah it's it'll be interesting to see how it does because it didn't break into the charts this week and it is a 30 dollars game uh, i'm not disappointed so far i will play through more of it so maybe we'll rehash and come back to it when we both beat it so. yeah i think that's a good yeah. idea 
All right, well, let's wrap up this week's Dispatch. Of course, you can find us everywhere on the internet at Dispatch Podcast. On Twitter, I'm at James Montemagno, at MS Rivette. And don't forget that we still have our contest going on where you have the chance to win a whole bunch of cool games such as Celeste, Stardew Valley, and Shovel Knight, along with a really cool City Slicker case from Waterfield. It's a $100 value. Head over to the show notes and click on that contest button below. All you got to do is follow us on Twitter or tweet something. You get entered immediately, which is super cool. So anything else from you, Michael? That's it for me. All right. Until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.